Seasoned marriages often bring years of experience that can encourage, empower, and equip couples that are just getting married as well as those who are in a more difficult time of their relationship. In order to adequately prepare mentors for these times of individual interaction, understanding the meeting process and preparing to deliver wisdom gracefully become imperative to the mentoring of any husband and wife. This is Together. This is Together, an Ada Bible Church podcast about the world of marriage, where we attempt to invite you to explore the ways that marriage works and doesn't work. From practical ways of learning to biblical inspiration, we invite you to listen to other professionals and couples to help enrich your marriage. Here are your hosts, Samuel Jones and Dr. Kelly Bonniewell. Hey everyone, Kelly and Samuel here again for a wonderful day to be enriched and empowered on our podcast together. We're always excited to share stories, uh, wisdom, and just enriching information that we hope you will take and uh, I say apply to your relationship. Uh, But uh, in today's conversation, we're speaking directly to our marriage mentors. Now, not all of our listeners know what that is. And and Kelly, I know you're going to speak into that. Um, at Ada, we have, you know, small groups that are both short and long-term commitments. We have financial coaches and elders who help with individuals' finances. But beyond those couples who have uh, just gotten married through Ada and went through our, our marriage start premarital counseling groups, there may not be a ton of people who know we do a thing called marriage mentoring. So, so Kelly, what does this look like at, at Ada? Uh, say you have a husband and uh, it's confirmed his wife, wife thinks he has a struggle with anger and he can kind of see it too. Mm-hmm. Well, that is probably where the mentor mentee relationship is going to want to focus. So maybe they'll read a book together. Uh, every week there will be homework for the person to do. Uh, to put into practice, because again, mentoring is about trying to create change. Mm. So question comes to mind, that first meeting, uh, let's just say that couple that you're bringing in to mentor is highly conflictual. You know, they're, they're thinking about, you know, I'm now getting ready to do a list and I just want to talk about my spouse or this person in a way that may be negative. What is the reason for having a list, especially for a couple that's high and has high conflict? That's a great question, yeah. Samuel. Uh, first and foremost, uh, mentoring here isn't for high conflict couples. Ah. Uh, if a couple's really struggling uh, our first step is to get them connected with a professional counselor. Gotcha. Okay, great. So they've got this list. Uh, the couple is getting together. They're emailing their uh, mentor, you know, male on male, female on female. And they come into this first meeting uh, with the first meeting and they have their list. You know, what comes next after that? Yeah, well, again, what will happen is, uh, again, I think it's really important for, for example, the uh, the wife who's being mentored uh, to focus on one or two areas to try to create change in her in her life um, to make that relationship better. And uh, so it'll be an ongoing relationship. Now, it doesn't mean that couples won't meet as couples, mm-hmm. but when they do, probably about once a month. It will be just to have fun, to get to know one another, 
have a dinner together, go out for coffee. Yeah. Go play frisbee golf. That whatever, really whatever, whatever you're into, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, in those individual meetings that will happen for about three weeks out of the month, that's when each person needs to kind of roll up their sleeves and try to create change in their lives. Here's the cool thing about this, sure. Samuel, and that is. If you're a Christian, one way to think about it, the authentic you comes out in your most intimate relationships. And the authentic you really comes out in your marriage relationship because that's your closest relationship. That's so true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I've, I've found even in my own relationship, uh, you know, when we are, are trying to navigate sitting at a, at a dinner table or we're on a date, um, sometimes there's that cold silence. You're trying to figure out what to do, especially if you're not multitasking on your phone. You're sitting there with your, your wife or your husband, for me, my wife, and I'm like, okay, like, what's next? What do we talk about? But then having an opportunity to discuss things with a mentor can really add into that uh, velocity or, or, or importance of talking with your spouse at the dinner table. And you're like, hey, what did you talk about with that person? What kind of business of mine did you share? You know, you're thinking about it from that case. And being able to have that is so important, especially when you're having your date nights or you're spending time with your wife or maybe that part of that pillow talk. And so, I can see how important mentoring is um, as it may help elevate even the communication that you need with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got the list. They've talked. um, They've talked with their mentor this first session. I'm guessing it's no more than an hour, hour and a half of talking. Uh, Great point, Samuel. Yeah. Uh, We um, uh, we really encourage our mentors to keep those conversations to about one hour, maybe an hour and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, you can get a lot done within that hour. And when you get when you get past an hour, usually what's happening is you're just kind of uh, uh, you're you're going back over things that you already talked about. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of in your conversation, just going in circles. Sure. So, yeah, so definitely with our mentors, we really encourage, uh, keep it to about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Great. So, and I would just say this for those mentors who are listening, uh, once you get past that, you know, hour, hour and a half of discussion or hour and 15 minutes, you know, you'll want to make sure after you assign that homework to make sure that 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 couple completes that homework right before the next session. You know, I know Kelly and me and your talkings, uh, you know, we have seen and even in our practices where clients, individuals come back and, hey, did you do the homework? Uh, no, I got my dog ate it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it could be as simple as mm-hmm. that. And sometimes when you're in those spaces, it's so important that you do what's assigned. And if you don't, as a mentor, you have an opportunity to be like, all right, well, let's uh, take the time and do that before we mm-hmm. can move on. Yeah, that's a great point, Samuel. One of the things I tell people is that when you're doing a mentor meeting, it's got to incorporate about five different elements. Mm. Uh, the first element is listen. You got to listen. You got to hear a person's story. Uh, some people aren't good at that. They're really good at talking, but they're not good at listening. To be a good mentor, you got to listen. Uh, the other element is uh, you have to offer, and here's two more, mm-hmm. you offer information, information. Uh, I'll give you one in a second here. And then the other is you offer biblical wisdom that ties to that information. So I'll give you an example of this. Um, 
if you're meeting with a couple and uh, they're thinking about getting a divorce mm. and you're meeting with one, say uh, I'm mentoring somebody and the guy says to me, yeah, just I don't want to do it anymore. And uh, this is some information I often share with people who are in that spot. Sure. There is a psychologist by the name of Dr. Judith Wallerstein, mm -hmm. and she wrote a book called The Unexpected Legacy of Divorce. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, about 25, well, more probably like 30 years ago, uh, the American Psychological Association uh, came out and they said, you know what? Divorce doesn't really hurt kids that much. And that's not what Judith Wallerstein was seeing. She was seeing in her own practice that divorce was tremendously uh, impacting the children, even to the point she did a 25-year study. Wow. Yeah. And uh, with that, this is what she found out. Third of all kids, divorce doesn't really impact them. Another third, mm, it impacts them uh, to a fairly big extent, meaning what does that look in real time? Mm -hmm. That looks like uh, kids' grades slip. They now struggle with depression. They're hanging around with the wrong crowd now. And then the final third, they do real bad. Uh, they get into illegal activity, uh, teen pregnancy, uh, just the wheels fall off their lives. So that's, that's if I'm sitting with somebody I will often share if they're in a place where they're thinking about divorce and they have children, I want them to soberly look at the dynamics that are going to be there if they push forward and make that move and how this divorce is going to impact their children. Um, so that's information. Now, tied to that would be biblical wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe, for example, you would find some verses from the scripture that talk about uh, being faithful or something like that. Mm -hmm. So those, those are three segments. The fourth segment of every meeting that you should incorporate is uh, prayer, mm -hmm. just praying. And that's actually, prayer is a great way to, for example, end a meeting. Uh, sometimes you're meeting with somebody and they're talking, 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 and you can't stop. And what sometimes is really good is, uh, and this is how actually I end most of my counseling sessions, is I'll say, hey, Samuel, can I pray for you? And when you say that, uh, the person automatically can, can kind of hear in your voice that, uh, we're done. <laughs> and um, so praying at the end of the meeting uh, is really important. Definitely. And then the last two. Uh, which I think are the most important two of every meeting, is you have to offer homework, and then you have to offer accountability, meaning did you do the homework? Did you do it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, because when you give something, somebody something to do, it will tell you if they want to change or not. Uh, the other day I was uh, golfing with a friend of mine, and he's mentoring a young man. And uh, he asked him to make one of these lists that we talked about earlier. And that was two weeks ago. And this young man has still not gotten him a list of areas of change for himself and areas of change for his girlfriend. He's actually dating somebody. And, uh, 
And so one of the things I said to this friend is, hmm, doesn't sound like this guy really is in a place where he wants to change. And therefore, I don't know if mentoring is right right now for him. Mm. Wow, that is amazing to think about that mentoring may have a time and a place to it. Uh, That's really important. So our listeners, if you've heard uh, what Kelly has been sharing, um, definitely don't forget to check out and push like or subscribe for our podcast. It will be available on Apple uh, Podcasts. Also, you've heard a resource, um, one of those resources called it's a book called The Unexpected Legacy of Divorce, a 25-year landmark study by Judith Wallerstein, and it's available on books, Apple Books. If you go right to your applications, make sure you have the um, books uh, app downloaded, and then you'll be able to download that book and listen to it. It's available on listening as well. I have it in my um, repertoire. So it'll be something that you can listen to. Have you joined a small group at Ada Bible Church yet? Not sure why you should? Well, God created us for community. Our healthiest seasons of life often are when we surround ourselves with meaningful relationships. That's why we do small groups. Small groups are circles of people who help us grow in our faith. You can join one or form one as we grow together to share life, pursue God, and invest in others. For more information, go online and check out our website, adabible.org slash smallgroups, or go to the digital bulletin and select Next Steps. Join a group today. Thanks for listening to Together. We hope that you've learned a thing or two. If you find the podcast helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like more information on Ada Bible Church and its ministries, or someone to pray or dialogue with about your marriage, email us at care at adabible.org.